Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC Talent Show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is the Wikipedia page for Andrew Carnegie, part one of two. Welcome to Wikilisten, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Victor Varnado, KSN. And I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW, reminding you to subscribe because we have a very special guest on here today. Dara, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. I'm Dara Star Tucker, and I do informational stuff online. So this is right up my alley. I'm really, really glad to be here. Uh, we're happy that you are here. A kindred spirit, lover of information and <laughs> random facts. Awesome. <laughs> well, let's get ready. Let's get into reading, obviously, because that's our thing. So <laughs> here we go. Andrew Carnegie. Andrew Carnegie, November 25th, 1835 to August 11th, 1919, was an American industrialist and philanthropist. Carnegie led the expansion of the American steel industry in the late 19th century and became one of the richest Americans in history. He became a leading philanthropist in the United States, Great Britain, and the British Empire. During the last 18 years of his life, he gave away around $350 million, roughly $5.9 billion dollars in 2022 almost 90% of his fortune to charities foundations and universities his 1889 article proclaiming the gospel of wealth called on the rich to use their wealth to improve society expressed support for progressive taxation and an estate tax and stimulated a wave of philanthropy way to go that sounds pretty good communist (laughs) no that's okay i'm cool with communism Carnegie was born in 
Dunfermline, Scotland, and emigrated to Pittsburgh, United States with his parents in 1848 at the age of 12. Carnegie started work as a telegrapher and by the 1860s had investments in railroads, railroad sleeping cars, bridges, and oil derricks. He accumulated further wealth as a bond salesman, raising money for American enterprise in Europe. He built Pittsburgh's Carnegie Steel Company, which he sold to J.P. Morgan in 1901 for $303,450,000, equal to... $10,674,160,000 today. It formed the basis of the U.S. Steel Corporation. After selling Carnegie Steel, he surpassed John D. Rockefeller as the richest American of the time. Carnegie devoted the remainder of his life to large-scale philanthropy with special emphasis on building local libraries, world peace, education, and scientific research. He funded the Carnegie Hall in New York City, The Peace Palace in The Hague founded the Carnegie Corporation of New York, Carnegie Endowment for International Peace, Carnegie Institution for Science, Carnegie Trust for the Universities of Scotland, Carnegie Hero Fund, Carnegie Mellon University, and the Carnegie Museums of Pittsburgh, among others. I think it's unfortunate that the pronunciation of his name is Carnegie, and then everybody says Carnegie. Especially when you read it correctly, but then you're forced to read it the other way because of all of the (laughs) well-established... Exactly. I think when you're when you're just saying his name is a, is just kind of a freestanding situation, Andrew mm-hmm. Carnegie. I think I feel more comfortable not sounding like a, a pretentious, you know what? When you're speaking of the names of his buildings and his foundations, so yeah, it's Carnegie when it's Carnegie Hall. But when you're speaking of Andrew Carnegie, I feel more obligated to pronounce his name uh, correctly. I, I had no understand. idea. I've, I've learned something new. It would have been definitely hard for you to to sell that paragraph if you were saying Carnegie <laughs> Hall. <laughs> I don't want to be that person. (laughs) Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you keep your pretension in check. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Thank you for listening to that message, Wiki listeners. It's fine. Be as pretentious as you want to while you're on your own. No big deal. All right, everybody, we're going to jump down to scholar and activist within the biography section. This is a very long page, so if you're following along, we're reading our favorite parts. There's a lot more juicy information in every paragraph, but it's just too long to read for one of our typical Wikilisten episodes. But here we go, scholar and activist, 1880 to 1900. 
Carnegie continued his business career, some of his literary intentions were fulfilled. He befriended the English poet Matthew Arnold, the English philosopher Herbert Spencer, and the American humorist Mark Twain, as well as being in correspondence and acquaintance with most of the U.S. presidents, statesmen, and notable writers. Carnegie constructed commodious swimming baths for the people of his hometown in Dumfrieline in 1879. In the following year, Carnegie gave £8,000 for the establishment of a Dumfrieline Carnegie Library in Scotland. In 1884, he gave $50,000 to Bellevue Hospital Medical College, now part of New York University Medical Center, to found a histological laboratory now called the Carnegie Laboratory. In 1881, Carnegie took his family, including his 70-year-old mother, on a trip to the United Kingdom. They toured Scotland by coach and enjoyed several receptions en route. The highlight was a return to Dunfermline, where Carnegie's mother laid the foundation stone of a Carnegie library, which he funded. Carnegie's criticism of British society did not mean dislike. On the contrary, one of Carnegie's ambitions was to act as a catalyst for a close association between English-speaking peoples. To this end, in the early 1880s, in partnership with Samuel Story, he purchased numerous newspapers in Britain, all of which were to advocate the abolition of the monarchy and the establishment of the British Republic. Carnegie's charm, aided by his wealth, afforded him many British friends, including Prime Minister William Ewart Gladstone. In 1886, Carnegie's younger brother Thomas died at age 43 while owning steelworks Carnegie had purchased at low cost the most valuable of the iron ore fields around Lake Superior. By the way, I'm officially bailing on Carnegie. Just letting everybody know. <laughs> okay, Varnado. <laughs> Following his tour of the UK, he wrote about his experiences in a book entitled An American Foreign Hand in Britain. In 1886, Carnegie wrote his most radical work to date entitled Triumphant Democracy. Liberal in its use of statistics to make its arguments, the book argued his view that the American Republic system of government was superior to the British monarchical system. It gave a highly favorable and idealized view of American progress and criticized the British royal family. The cover depicted an upended royal crown and a broken scepter. The book created considerable controversy in the UK. The book made many Americans appreciate their country's economic progress and sold over 40,000 copies, mostly in the U.S. Although actively involved in running his many businesses, Carnegie had become a regular contributor to numerous magazines, most notably the 19th century, under the editorship of James Knowles and the influential North American Review led by the editor Lloyd Bryce. In 1889, Carnegie published Wealth in the June issue of the North American Review. After reading it, Gladstone requested its publication in Britain, where it appeared as the Gospel of Wealth in the Pall Mall Gazette. Carnegie argued that the life of a wealthy industrialist should comprise two parts. The first part was the gathering and the accumulation of wealth. The second part was for the subsequent distribution of this wealth to benevolent causes, Philanthropy was key to making life worthwhile. I like that intention, and I'm, I'm glad that so many have like been drawn to it. I know it's not out there, not out there everywhere, but there are a, quite a few like very rich people who do devote a lot of their time to philanthropy, which I think is great. Yeah, I think he was a pace, uh, clearly a pace setter in that respect. He was kind of the the gold standard for 
extremely wealthy people who devoted their lives to or devoted giving their wealth to philanthropic causes. Definitely. He was a pace setter in philanthropy and facial hair. Although I could (laughs) offer a critique of wealthy people being philanthropists, (laughs) which is... Um, Here we go. Which is, if they didn't accumulate so much wealth to begin with, there would be more wealth to go around and people could make their own decisions on how to spend that money on how to improve their own life. Mm -hmm. You know, just putting that out there. Well... It's great to see the outrage machine show up at every show. Thanks. Thank you, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta meet that quota. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would argue with you, but it's useless. All right. So Carnegie was a well-regarded writer. He published three books on travel. Way to go, travel writer Carnegie. Way to go, (laughs) travel writer Carnegie. That's where we're going to end it for today's part one. Thank you so much, Dara, for being on today's episode. On part one, we're about to do part two, but thanks for part one so far. But we'll see you tomorrow. Okay. All right. This has been the Wikipedia page for Andrew Carnegie, part one of two. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at Wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten, except for X, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your Carnegie. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We will read it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's best sellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.